Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Folkestone Invicta podcast. It is a Saturday morning as I record this and it is an FA Cup day for Folkestone Invicta. It is our second of the season, our second away FA Cup day of the season. Um, as I'm sure you may know, we haven't had many home ties uh, over the last few years. Just one home fixture in the last eight ties. Um, but uh, hopefully we will uh, manage to get a home tie at some point this season because it will mean that we've got through today. Our uh, task today takes us to step four, Ashford Town, Middlesex. Uh, They are a Esmian South Central side, one we've not met in over 10 years due to the geography uh, keeping us apart. But uh, hopefully their boss has uh, done got his research done on them Uh, I'm sure they will have done theirs on us and uh, they'll be looking to cause a cup upset today on uh, Wednesday morning following uh, Tuesday night's draw at East Starrock I spoke to the boss and I spoke to him a little bit about today's fixture so I'll pass you over to him so boss uh, the morning after the night before um, thoughts on the performance Performance, yeah, I was quite pleased. I thought we, uh, Tim was excellent goal. Thought we defended really well. Not an easy place to go to defend. And midfield, I think, bossed the game for a vast majority. Just a bit disappointing. We didn't, especially when we was one 0 up. We didn't finish them off, you know. And that's only been my disappointment this year that we haven't finished teams off when we're on top. And uh, we let them back in it. Give, give them a lot of credit. They changed their formation, just went for it, and they got their equaliser. And in the end, you couldn't say they didn't deserve it. Yeah, it almost felt like that from us watching on. That maybe we thinking we've got to kill these off because we, there's always that chance that something like that can happen and. They score and you left you left ruin your chances. Yeah, you do. You, at this level, um, it's a difference between the league below. I think that you know teams are stronger mentally as well. You know they don't give up and they just keep plugging away and give all credit to them. As I say, they they, they we missed the chances, but they they really came at us the last ten minutes and uh, you know it could have even been two one to them at one stage. What would have been unfair on you know the possession we had. Um, but as I say, it's just something you know. That sometimes happens. You don't take your chances. Hopefully, that will rectify itself over the next um, um, few games. You know, um, Alfie done brilliantly. We had some great moves. Alfie done brilliantly for our goal, but then missed a chance. You'd expect him to put away. We say would have made it two nil, and I think that would have been the game over. Yeah, as you say, they could have been two one up. I think it was the bar they hit, or it might have been the post. It's difficult to tell from the other end with a bit of mist around. But um, but yeah, obviously once once they equalised, they certainly seemed to smell that there was maybe blood there, and they they really did come at us for the last couple of minutes and injury time on top of that. Yeah, yeah, I think credit to, to Tim Roberts. He doesn't always get the credit he's due. He's been absolutely superb this year. You know, he's um, kept us in a lot of games at important times, and I thought he did that well last night. I think he was excellent. We defended well though, as well as a team. I think you know and. As you said there, they just threw everything out there, nothing to lose. And I'd obviously done the same the other way around. And, uh, you know, but overall, it's good. It's not an easy place. Obviously, with all the traffic last night and the problems with that, it's, it, it sometimes can be very difficult midweek. But uh, I, think I've, I think they were better than us the first quarter of an hour, better than us the last quarter of an hour. But apart from that, I thought we, we'd done all right. And uh, obviously, Dave got another goal last night. I think he scored in every one apart from uh, the one that wasn't given. Yeah. Um, he's really 
clicked into gear and uh, I think he's looking almost unstoppable at the moment. Yeah, no, he's got a great finish on him, got a great left foot. Um, no, pleased with him. You know, Eddie was a bit quiet last night, which was unusual for him to be quiet at any time, it was unusual for him. But uh, um, yeah, you know, it's there. generally I'm quite happy, you know, it's so early doors. I don't really look at a league table until at least 14, 15 games, really, and then we'll know who's going to be there or thereabouts and, and so forth. So generally pleased. I say that's it. We could have gone top last night, but we obviously there's so many teams up there. I think there's about four points between the top six or seven. It's very congested, and as you always say, it's a very tough league, and we'll, be, we'll do well to be at that end of it. Yeah, nobody. I think that to be fair to this league, nobody wants to come out of it. You know, nobody wants to get relegated. So they know it's a good league. There's not too much travelling. The quality of the league's good, and you know we're proud to be in it and being part of it. And uh, I think every other club feels the same. So every game is important, and it's very hard. And looking forward to Saturday. We've got the FA Cup again. Uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know we, a couple of people not. Um, you know, Kieran McCann and um, Aaron Simpson aren't available, hopefully. And obviously, JV, um, I don't think will play Saturday, but uh, Ronnie got through all right last night. So, yeah, hopefully, you know, we've got the squad still to keep going. And, uh, you know, a couple of, still there's a couple of people disappointed they're not playing and starting, so that's good. It shows we've got good competition for places. Now you mentioned Kieran, his operation seems to have gone well, and that's good news. Yeah, I got a photo of him uh, coming out of the theatre, as he says, with. <laughs> Uh, all teeth and hair, and uh, no, it's great. He'd be great. He'd be a good asset to get back um, in five or six weeks' time, and uh, yeah, he's gonna be a big part of it. And people like people like Tyler Sterling, and they could be a big part of this and what we're trying to do. You know, they, they'll be important people. We've, we've got to have it, players are disappointed they're not playing, but we've got to have competition for places. Otherwise, you you won't you won't compete with these other teams. No, there's a lot of teams we've have often had a lot bigger squads than us, and maybe we've we've not had that strength in depth. And this year we certainly seem to, and it's something the club can be proud of. Yeah, it is. I think as I say, we're going into two games a week, and you know we'd like to keep everybody. It is hard to keep um, everybody happy. You know, Drake's was disappointed, didn't play last night. Then heard he was disappointed the other day, not playing. So it's going to be like that. But as you say, it's part of my job. And if we're going to be competitive at this standard, you've got to have a squad of 17 or 18. Otherwise, it's very difficult. Cheers, boss. So, those are sorts of the boss uh, following Tuesday night. Uh, looking forward to today. Um, as you said there, uh, hopefully JV will be fit. If not, uh, I believe he might be doing a radio commentary with AD. Uh, hopefully that'll be a decent listen for uh, anyone who can't make it to the game. Uh, and hopefully... Uh, that'll be something worth grabbing the highlights from for uh, later in the podcast. Uh, if it's a downhill nil draw or a defeat, uh, it's unlikely I'm going to want to fish through two hours of that audio. But um, as I say Ronnie Dolan comes through. Herdy's now getting up back up towards full fitness. Uh, Kieran had his knee up on Tuesday. Uh, he's looking maybe to return next month, hopefully. Uh, so Aaron Simpson is the only one we are currently missing. So that is good news. Uh, so we are pretty much at full strength going into today's game. Uh, looking at the draw from a, a fan's perspective, Corinthian wasn't the greatest draw for uh, supporters. It wasn't a great distance. But uh, it's not easy to get to uh, unless you're driving. It's uh, a bit of the middle of nowhere and a bit uh, it's a long way from the nearest train station. Uh, 
Uh, there's not many pubs around and about the place and that seems to be a similar case with today's opposition. Um, it's in a much more built-up area, uh, but uh, there's no... The nearest pub appears to be Heathrow Terminal 4, which uh, isn't exactly uh, convenient. Uh, I'm sh sure they won't let us uh, bypass security to get in there for a drink, but I do believe there's one in between the station and the ground, but it's a bit of a, a long trip. Uh, a train up from Folkestone goes via Waterloo. There's no supporters bus today. It seems like an awful lot of making a journey by train. So uh, you can either go up, obviously, on the high speed, but uh, that will require, require a little tube change. But uh, if you go up via Waterloo on the main line, uh, you can just go to Waterloo East, then uh, a little over half hour, I think it's like 35 minutes train from London Waterloo down to uh, Ashford. And uh, then it's at, as I say, like the uh, last round, it's a bit of a distance from the station, but the, uh, hopefully we'll be able to make that across and stop at, uh, I think it's a harvester on the way, not the, uh, not the most uh, nicest of pubs, I'd guess, but uh, at least somewhere to uh, keep people maybe a little bit fed and watered on the way, and hopefully... Uh, everyone will arrive in good mood and uh, be loud today in support of the lads. Uh, they've had, we've had good home crowds, but we've also had good away followings at our games. And uh, I know it's appreciated by the lads. I see so many in, uh, in Victor Colours beyond the goal. Uh, so today those will be black and amber. Uh, as our host, where uh, uh, what's I think it's or, I think it's orange and white, but it's very close to red. That obviously clashes with the away kit that we use use on most of our away trips. So uh, yeah, black and amber today, and I believe amber shorts, which uh, the kit man tells me the players aren't the biggest fan of, but aesthetically I think it looks quite nice. Uh, I've seen them, I think, wear red shorts before with the uh, black and amber kit, and that certainly doesn't look uh, look uh, right, not to get uh, too gokwan about it, but uh, either way, hopefully the lads will be out there for a good performance today. A win today would see us progress to the third qualifying round which should be the furthest the club has been since uh, 2017 when uh, we were at home for the first three rounds of the of qualifying but uh, reached a fourth qualifying round uh, we're knocked out by Slough away from home and uh, getting through today really does have to be the aim we're a club now with with real strength and depth real options that can uh, be called upon by the manager to compete on both fronts. Uh, we had, I think we didn't, didn't get Tyler Sterling on at the uh, at the weekend. We were missing Kieran and Aaron. We uh, uh, Mev on the bench. JV was injured. So uh, there's a lot of uh, quality within the squad now. We'll be on the first eleven. That. Uh, 
we can hopefully then deal with uh, moving games to midweeks to accommodate a cup run in both this and the trophy. Uh, I don't think we'll be playing League Cup this year, but uh, the Kent Cup seems to be back. Um, I've seen the draw. They play uh, the, uh, the, the the trophy, I think it is. The uh, less, lower of the comp- two uh, Kent FA competitions. That kicks off today. Uh, it's normally a midweek competition like the Kent Cup, but uh, for some reason they're kicking off down on Saturday. So lots of Kent clubs from uh, the Scaffold Leagues starting that. Uh, so uh, plenty of games to come thick and fast over the next few months. And uh, while that might uh, be tiring on the players, it's, uh, it's what you're in it for. You've got to go out there and uh, if you're going to win games, you're going to have to play more games. And uh, you can't really be complaining about that. Uh, you often hear Premier League managers and such complaining about fixture congestion. But uh, if you want to be successful, that's something you've got to deal with. And uh, hopefully it's a problem that we'll uh, have to deal with in uh, the coming months. And we're now after the game. And such, the, uh, we know that fixture congestion is something we are going to have to uh, put up with again as our uh, trip to Carl Shorten uh, next month is going to be moved due to our progress in the FA Cup uh, a 7-2 victory uh, at Ashford Town uh, poor AD was uh, caught up in traffic getting towards Maidstone on the way in the car he didn't make it till half time but um, I'm going to pass you over to him for uh, a run through of uh, the first half events followed by some uh, highlights from the second half commentary well good afternoon uh, belated hello today after the terrible journey we've had up here to Ashford Middlesex we have uh, absolutely had a nightmare taking two and a half hours to get to Maidstone from Folkestone but we've finally arrived here at the ground almost at half time give you the half time score if you haven't already heard it it's uh, Ashford Ashford Town 2 Folkestone Victor 3 in this FA Cup second qualifying round scores went like this in the 8th minute Scott Hurd opened the score in 1-0 15th minute AD Yusuf managed to put the ball in the back of the net uh, for the penalty spot after being fouled to go 2-0 up Daniel Brown then pulled one back for the home team on 26 minutes to make it 2-1 and just as I walked through the gate Alfie Paxman managed to stick the ball in the back of the net to make it 3-1 on 38 minutes and they managed to uh, pull one back just before half time to make it 3-2 with uh, the number 10 Matt Bunyan scoring for the home team and we kick off Omar will make sure this time it's it towards Smith. Smith and Stepney together. And Stepney's brought him down just outside the box and he's given him a yellow card. Jordan Stepney. Second yellow card and he's gone. Ashford Town are down to 10 men. Referee's blowing his whistle. 
quick Smith shoots he's in Smith has scored good set piece there from Frozen and Victor good free kick worked between Pactman and Dolan and he come back to Smith and Smith has rifled it into the bottom right hand post into the back of the net to extend Frozen and Victor's lead by four goals to two quite a bit of black and amber here again this afternoon as always, uh, folks are well supported. Still heard. Picks his pass out to Draycott. Draycott looking to shoot. Draycott shoots. Cannons off a defender. And Yusuf comes in. And he's putting it into the back of the net. And Yusuf has scored the fifth goal for Fosun Invicta. And he goes behind the goal to celebrate with the supporters. It's now Fosun Invicta have taken a 5-2 lead here in Middlesex. Yusuf. Yusuf turns, shoots. Oh, brilliant save from the goalkeeper. Look, oh, that looked like it was his hat trick, but the goalkeeper pushed the ball out for a corner to Fosun Victor. Running out of time, Ashford Towns have pulled his game back. Corner come in. Good header from Davis. On the line. Is it, did he go over? He did. Callum Davis has scored with his head. Davis had the last touch. In a Fosun shirt anyway. Could be an own goal. I'm sure Callum doesn't get many, so he might claim that one. Nice ball into, uh, oh, lovely turn by Dave Smith. Dave Smith rolling across the penalty area. Tyler Stone shoots again, and the goalkeeper spilled it, and he's putting it back in the net. Yusuf has got his hat trick. And Yusuf puts the ball into the empty net after the goalkeeper had spilled the shot from Tyler Sterling. Omara plays it back to Ian Draycott and that's the final whistle here at the Robert Parker Stadium it's finished Ashford Town 2 folks in the Invictus 7 yes you heard that right 7 goals from Hurd 3 from Yusuf 1 from Paxman 1 from Smith possibly an own goal or 1 from Callum Davis to make the final score Ashford Town 2 folks in Invictus 7 Look out on Monday afternoon for the FA Cup third qualifying round draw. So there we go. Uh, it was a cracking, entertaining first half. Uh, Invicta 2-0 up, pegged back, stretched the lead again, pegged back. Um, the sending off in the second half probably uh, da- damaged the uh, spectacle, but um, it was a fair sending off. In my opinion, he pulled Dave down on the edge of the box and got his second yellow card uh, from the commentary. AD, I don't think, knew that he'd already been booked. He was booked in the first half. So uh, understandable that he didn't know that, that was about to become a red. But uh, credit to Ashford Town. They never gave up, kept, uh, kept going for it, never shut up shop. And uh, I think that's quite why it was reflected on the scoreline. Uh, I know when speaking to Edgy afterwards, I described us as uh, ruthless. Uh, he wasn't quite having that. I think we meant it in the uh, respect that we kept going on and uh, kept scoring. Where maybe we could have just put a foot on the ball and uh, let the tide die off rather than uh, kept going. But we did keep going. They. Uh, tried to, to get themselves back into it. Addy got himself a hat-trick, which is great. Great to see him scoring goals. He was 
delighted with that. Brought a uh, match ball home with him. Uh, fair play to him. It's good to see him scoring goals. Dave with yet another. He can't stop scoring. And uh, Alfie and Hurdy both on the mark. And of course, Callum Davis. A, uh, a rare goal for him. But, uh, you know, uh, everything's going your way when he finds the back of the net. So anyway, after the game, I spoke to Edgy and uh, the first player that I managed to catch at the changing rooms was RJ, Ryan Johnson. Uh, spoke to the pair of them after the game. <laughs> so, Edgy, uh, a 7-2 win. Uh, is it easy to judge the performance given the, the circumstances of sending off? Um, I thought that we were in control really anyway. Uh, I thought the lad was unlucky. It was a bit of a tussle. Dave's a strong lad, goes down, second yellow, sent it off. And then I just felt we took complete control of it from that point onwards, really. Yeah, I, think, I can't remember if we were 4-2 up maybe at that point already. Dave then buries a free kick straight after and sort of kills the game off. And felt maybe like they were a bit disheartened from that point, but we were ruthless. Well, I thought they showed a fair bit of spirit, to be honest. It is the FA Cup, that's what it's about. They actually threw the big lad on up front, dropped the t- 10 into the hole, and they actually caused us a little bit of trouble, double banking on Finn down the wing. Um, but then, obviously, the numerical uh, changed the game, didn't it? By them losing their player, we was able to move it a bit quicker, control it a bit more and create a lot of chances. Same with we were clinical I think I don't know if that's a joke we created lots of chances and I mean what do we win 7-2 in the, the end but it could have been a lot more than that yeah I mean clinical might not be the right word but I mean Addy had a lot of chances he certainly looked relieved when he got his second and then his third on the board and maybe that's him up and running now for the season he certainly looks he looks happy to have completed a hat trick I think so. It's a weight off his, his, his mind, you know. He, I think he's been a real handful without necessarily putting the ball in the net. And it's always nice for a forward to score. You know what Addy's like. He's been here before. He judges most of his performances on goals rather than actual performance. I just think he's got the goals now. Hopefully he can kick on in the league. Um, d- luckily for us, Dave's been putting in the net too. Uh, and other people have chipped in today as well, which is good. Yeah, we sh- apart from Addy's hat trick, we shared the goal around. I don't think another player got two off the top of my head but um, that's always always nice to see like I say Hurdy got the first Addy's got the second Alfie's got one uh, Dave's got one Callum even's got one I think although someone told me Dave uh, was claiming that but uh, if Callum's got one it's uh, you can tell we've got a bit of a golden touch in front of goal well we've only waited about eight years for a centre-back to score ahead other than JV the others kind of don't take that task on but I thought we were solid really today we had a horrible journey up here everybody you know Kitman was the last man here so you can't even get out and get a stretch and get going I think that reflected a little bit in the in the first half performance the second half I think we dominated and got our game going and rightfully got the goals to be honest yeah I know it certainly worried us we were in we got up here on the train early we were in the pub when we were hearing that Kitman was delayed and maybe Cugs would be delayed and I know AD was doing the radio commentary only for the second half and the end was delayed and that's sort of the sort of thing that worries you that maybe we're not going to be well prepared and and that's the sort of thing that maybe leads to banana skin but we've gone out there maybe the first half was a little bit tougher but we've gone and got the job done. Yeah, preparation's everything. Our boys take pride in it, to be honest. They eat the right things, uh, stay in. They're, they're professional, you know. And they like to get over an hour and a half, settle down, get a good warm-up. Didn't get that today. but um, I, And I felt that for the first 20 minutes, although we scored goals, we, we still 
didn't really get going. Second half, I thought we perked up. Boys that came on did well. It's nice Tyler today came on and got a bit of time. He can show what the boy can do, you know, and it's he's trying to balance that, get him, get him time to get him fit, get him sharp, get him comfortable, you know. So when they went down to 10, it was an ideal opportunity to get him on, and I thought he did well. Yeah, it certainly looked to us from behind the goal that he... he um... He can dance around defenders at times. He gets a really good shots, and one of his shots has led to Addy ending up finishing the ball because it was just too good for the goalkeeper to handle. Yeah, we everyone in Folkestone knows what what he's capable of. Um, it's a tough thing as a youngster having. You have to be patient, no matter what you possess, how good you are, whatever. You have to wait, bide your time, uh, learn, learn from other people around you. You're quite fortunate when you're young because. We've got a good side at Folkestone. You can actually sit on a bench and take um, take things from people's game. Think, yeah, I can add that to it. And when he comes on, play with a smile on his face and does what he does. That's all he can do. I know Cogs will always say he wants the easiest draw possible at home. Uh, is there anything you want from the draw on Monday? Home. I just want to be at home, to be honest. I, I think after this journey up here, it was a nightmare. Uh, East Thurrock was equally as bad. You just want to be at home. And I think our fans deserve one at home, really, to be honest. Yeah, it'd be nice to bring the FA Cup fever back to Folkestone and, you know, being in charge of the media myself, it'd be nice to try and pump that up and see how many people we can draw in and get, get a bit of fever going. Yeah, FA Cup's great. Uh, we're well overdue a good run. And going back to who we'd like, I don't, I don't really care because there isn't an easy game in the FA Cup. It doesn't matter if they're two leagues below or two leagues above. You're in. You're in for a tough, tough game. So I don't mind who we get, to be honest. Cheers, Edgy. Cheers. Uh, so RJ, uh, through to the third qualifying round. What's your thoughts on the performance? Um, I mean, in the end, it's a case of job done in the FA Cup. You know, sometimes when you're playing a team from the league below, sometimes it doesn't work out to be pretty. But we was on top in the game, and then obviously they got a goal, got back in the game. Then we got a bit sloppy, gave them a chance. They got their towels up a little bit just before half time. We had a discussion at half time between all of us. It wasn't good enough. I thought we'd come out second half, we were professional, and in the end, good job, got the job done. A few goals on ball for some of the boys. It was not a bad result in the end, was it? Yeah, so furthest we've gone for. Uh, Four years off the top of my head, I think 2017 we went to the full qualifying round and obviously with the problems some people had getting up here with the kit man and stuff, it had that potential for banana skin but we've gone out there, got the job done and uh, entertained the fans and there was a good bunch behind the goal today and they can go home happy. Exactly that mate, yeah. Listen, any time in the FA Cup, the drama of the FA Cup, even at the highest level, there's always upsets and we said we wanted to come here today and be professional and make sure that we weren't involved in an upset get through, hopefully get another good draw. And let's have an FA Cup run. There's always one team every year, why not let it be us? Yeah, we've seen I mean we've seen a team from a level below us go to the third round and draw Tottenham at home. So that's the sort of thing that you know you can motivate yourself with, you know, you never know. Tottenham or someone like that at uh and Road would be uh, something special. But uh, we've only got we haven't got the National League sides don't come in for another round yet and then obviously the football league clubs come in after that. So uh, I don't think there's anyone maybe we should be fearing. No, absolutely not. It would nice to get a home draw, but you want to get a winnable one. But if it's going to be a tough one, let it be just a big gate and a really good game. You know what I mean? Anyone we get now is de- definitely a winnable game. Nice to get a home draw, but whatever we get, we're going to go into it positive and hopefully get through to the next round. And uh, Addy's got himself a hat-trick today, and a lot of the other lads have got goals. It's been shared around a bit today, and uh, hopefully maybe that can uh, break confidence going into uh, next Saturday's game. 
absolutely. It's great for team morale. Really pleased for Eddie. He's been working hard. Goal's not quite been falling for him, but he's got a hat-trick today. That's only going to be good for us, I tell you. Getting Addy and Dave scoring goals together is going to benefit the team massively, obviously. But they're a handful when they're not scoring goals. If they're notching goals like that, it's a great, great sign. Yeah, would you want to play against a pair of them? No, I wouldn't want to play against them. Them two are a handful. They're clever, they're smart. They're looking really good. And like I say, Addy's got his few goals now. Brilliant hat-trick. Let them two kick on, onwards and upwards. And we've got a bit of a wire fence here. Do you reckon both of them could throw you over it? I reckon easily, mate. I could probably throw him into that big thing over there. <laughs> Cheers, RJ. <laughs> so there was their thoughts on the game. And uh, we rolled round to Monday. And uh, one o'clock came. And uh, the fixtures come through. And we'll be delighted to have uh, been drawn at home to Gloucester City of the National League North. Um, it wasn't a... Uh, a team I'd looked at as a potential uh, draw. I'd looked at the National South, who was still in that. Seen clubs at the bottom of that. Still uh, still involved in the Cup, but never considered uh, clubs from the North, as it's still regionalised the Cup draw at uh, the third qualifying round stage. But um, while it's probably looks like quite a long trip, about three and a half hours for them, uh, it's probably not so uh, long in comparison to the league trips. On Saturday they head to Gateshead, which uh, is a much longer journey than uh, they'll have to face the following Saturday when they come down to us. Obviously if uh, we uh, end up with a replay, that'll be a short notice, a Tuesday night trip to Gloucester. Uh, I know John Law has uh, plans in place for a bus for that. I think we'll, we'll, uh, it'll be the players and supporters together. Um, some people may drive. Uh, it'll, any train journey will require an overnight stay uh, and it won't be easy getting there, but uh, hopefully there'll be a hardy bunch of supporters should uh, a replay be required. Uh, the manager spoke to us shortly after the draw, spoke about his delight in getting a home cup draw and uh, how he was happy for the fans who have uh, given us great support over the, uh, over the last couple of months uh, as well as throughout the pandemic really but we've had those big crowds this year it's really, really great to see the grounds are full and it'll be good to see uh, how many turn up for an FA Cup tie uh, as we look to cause a cup upset. Uh, personally, I'd love to see us hit four figures for that. Uh, I know I've heard uh, anecdotally. We were in. Uh, I was in KFC picking up a bit of uh, bit of lunch the other night before training, and. Uh, Heard a couple of people in there talking about coming down to Folkestone in Victor, which made me smile. I've heard uh, plenty of uh, people that I wouldn't have expected to be interested in either football or indeed Folkestone in Victor uh, talking about the club. And that's uh, really good, really positive. Uh, we put posts up on Facebook after the draw um, and uh, there seems to have been a lot a lot of people tagging their mates in 
saying should we go along and uh, that's really good uh, d- d- delighted to see the buzz around the club at the moment and hopefully as uh, the boss said to us on Monday uh, we can uh, the boys can give uh, a big crowd a great day out and something to go home buzzing about um, as well as that cup draw it's now going to be four home games in a row for Invicta it's a really really important period uh, on Saturday we host Potter's Bar uh, followed by Hornchurch on the Tuesday then the big Gloucester City FA Cup game on Saturday the 2nd of October uh, followed by Brighton Sea Region at home on uh, the 9th, Saturday the 9th. Obviously, that four-game run will be broken up if there's a replay. But, uh, yeah, it's really important to go out and uh, pick up points. Uh, the first two the two fixtures that we we won last season. Beat Potts Bar 1-0 with a goal from Dave Smith. Obviously, uh, a lot of people remember the Hornchurch fixture that uh, ended the season with JV's spectacular effort and uh, Draycott's injury time winner. Uh, we played Brighton City away 1-2-1 there last season, but never uh, hosted them. So uh, if we can come out of, of that run of fixtures with four positive results, uh, we'll be looking really good at the end of it. Um, couple of bits the under 18s hosted Dulwich Hamlet on Sunday uh, the report I've got is that they played well uh, didn't take the chances unfortunately in the first half and went down 1-0 in the second half uh, to the to a strong Dulwich Hamlet side who, uh, who kept the ball really well after they took the lead but uh, from what I've been told it was a decent performance um, I think they're away this Sunday, but uh, we'll be at home again the following week. So uh, hopefully, some pe- some people will come down and uh, support them. And the uh, the seasider will be open again, I expect, for uh, hot drinks, some bacon rolls, and then uh, uh, later on, when the uh, for lunchtime, doing more of a full menu there for people who wanted some loaded fries, maybe. Um, as well as that, uh, the Carl Shorten fixture originally scheduled for uh, the 2nd of October, the day we now play Gloucester City. That's been moved to Monday the 8th of November. They play their midweek ties on a Monday. So uh, that'll be a tough couple of days. Chess on away on the Saturday, Saturday the 6th. And then uh, a trip to Carl Shorten on the 8th. A big couple of days there. So I think that's all from me for this episode. Um, Probably speak again on the other side of uh, Saturday's game with Potter's Bar and then the Hornchurch on the Tuesday, then rolling into what's going to be a massive day in the FA Cup on the following Saturday. So uh, until then, thanks for listening.